Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. Westplex 107.1, are you chained to the rhythm, Shelly? Are you chained right now? I am. Chained, chained, chained. (laughs) (laughs) It is BS in the morning. Wow. It is a Monday morning. It's the first Monday of March. Wow. All sorts the first of cra- March Monday of the decade. All sorts of crazy stuff going on this morning. All sorts of crazy stuff. The weather, it's actually the temperature outside. You know, I have to tell you, you know, I, I have this thing every year uh, when it gets to be March, it's like, okay, we're out of the uh, we're out of the, the the deep freeze and feels like that this morning. If you've been out so far, it's actually sort of nice. Yesterday was nice. What did it get up to? Uh, what, Saturday, 60, 60, something like that. Yesterday as well, too. Nice. It was beautiful. Yeah. 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 Can't beat it. Uh, went and bought no. uh, uh, Girl Scout cookies again. <laughs> Did you get some more Thin Mints? You can't go into a store without the Girl Scouts there, you know? And, and, and you know, nothing against that. It's just to the point where it's like, oh, I have zero willpower. I cannot resist. It's like How I get... How many boxes of Thin Mints did you buy? No, I've gone excessive this time. Every time I've been by one, I just buy one. So I've been, I've been Aww, good this year. I haven't... That's so, I, um, you know, well, I can't remember the word, but it's very you. Back in the day, I told the story before, back in the day, my one niece, Carissa, I bought 100 boxes from her one time, 100 boxes of Min Mints. Yes, you did. <laughs> she, she, I remember on the phone, Uncle Brad, will you buy some cookies? Yeah. How many would you like? I'll take 100 Thin Mints. What? I'm going, what? 100 Thin Mints? Yes, 100 Thin Mints. Then her mom got on the phone. <laughs> And that's back when they actually had cookies in the box. Well, you know, it's not as bad as you say it is. It absolutely is. They've like half the pack of here's, the Thin Mints. Here's, here's Shelly from last week. You know, I bought a box of Thin Mints, and there, there's gotten so bad, there's only two cookies in the box now. That's not what I said. <laughs> It's kind of what I said, but it wasn't well, two. It was so, like sort of what you alluded to, the fact that, that there were two, you know, there are like two plastic rolls and each one yeah. had one cookie in it. You know, it's like. No, it's like, they've halved them. No, I don't think it's that. And they've shrunk them. Well, it's like, it's like, it's like the, you know, it's gotten to the point where. There are some things that are, you just shouldn't mess with and Thin Mints is one of them. Well, it's gotten to. Everybody the, knows that, Brad. Well. It's gotten to the point where me buying candy bars, okay, I have this insatiable sugar, you know, if I ever become diabetic, man, I'm telling you what's going to be tough for me. Uh, but I have this insatiable uh, thing for sugar, okay, and I go into like Quick Trip or, you know, the QT or something like that, and I almost always, you know, buy a candy bar. I shouldn't admit that. And it's gotten to the point where at some places... The small candy bars are like a buck seventy nine, yeah. And the and the yep. you know the other ones the 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 big ones are like you know two twenty nine, and I saw something um, when was I in a couple weeks ago, at Wally World that now they have half sizes, some of the candy bar manufacturers. This is probably an, a, a you know a Walmart thing. I think because people are complaining because even at Walmart. The the big you know like the big blocks whatever they call it like the big block Kit Kats they're like a buck forty eight at Wally World, 
and they've got like a half box or like a half thing now where it's like it's like it's like 48 cents or something like that. I saw that for the first time. I thought to myself, what's that? 48 cents. And they're like real small candy bars. They're almost like they're not like the kind you give out. Like, it's like two to a package. No, they're almost they're not like the, the kind you give out at, at Halloween, you know, like the small little mini things or stuff like that. But they're not too much bigger than that, you know. So who knows? Man, all sorts of stuff to talk about. Uh, the presidential thing and the coronavirus. Okay. I am getting to the point where I, I if, if you if you listen to statistics, let me try that again. Statistics. The coronavirus thing is like no big deal. You know what I'm saying? BT, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, every day, every day, today, there are probably going to be hundreds of people that die from the regular flu. And that's a terrible thing to say. But on any given day, think how many people today were going to die of lung cancer from smoking. And how many people are going to die from obesity? And how many people are going to die from just, uh, you know, kidney failure? And, and, you know, and all the various things that, to a certain extent, are somewhat preventable. You know, I mean, we have an epidemic of, of diabetes because of the fact that there are so many people who are overweight. Uh, we have an epidemic of, of uh, you know, cardiovascular disease, you know, heart disease, because uh, people are, uh, you know, once again, overweight. They smoke. I mean, think about that. How many people are going to die today because they smoked? And yet, so far in the United States, we've had two people die of this COVID-19, whatever the heck it is. I mean, don't you think it's gotten a little bit out of control? Well, it's evidently killing off almost a whole city, Brad. I, I think that is no, out no, no, of control. no. It's not killing off a whole city. If the statistically, it's not that you know. And, and once again, this is a terrible thing to say, but talk to a funeral director. Talk to a funeral director, and find out on any given day how many people die. I mean, not car accidents or you know unexpected things, but just people who are ill. Um, who have, uh, in a certain extent, I mean, cancer, for the most part, is unfortunately not preventable. Some people say it is, depending upon what you eat. But for the most part, um, you know, I know perfectly healthy people that are stricken with cancer. Uh, people who are, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, years ago, there was a guy, I think the guy's name was Jim Fix, when running got to be a big craze and he wrote a book on running and uh, you know and how how it's going to lengthen your life and you know and and he was in great shape and he died at like 48 running of a heart attack you know i mean to the point was like didn't work for him let me see if i can find that i i had a friend of mine at the time who was like super into running and i think it was jim fix um yeah here it is here it is. Jim Fuller Fix, known as Jim Fix, was an American who wrote the 1977 best-selling book of the complete book of running. He's credited with helping start America's fitness revolution by popularizing the sport of running and demonstrating the health benefits of regular jogging. He died of a heart attack while jogging at 52 years of age. His ge genetic predisposition for heart uh, problems and other previous lifestyle factors may have caused his heart attack. So, I mean, you know, once again, didn't work for him, you know? And I, and I don't mean that in a mean way, but, I mean, here's, here he's telling, oh, yeah, running, it's going to make you live till you're 200 years old. And he dies at 52. Are you done? 
love it when she says, are you done? Like, like we're married, you know, like we're out at dinner with another couple and, and, and she's going like, oh, you have to excuse him. He just sort of gets sort of weird at times. That's not what. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, it's 616. (laughs) Have I made you uncomfortable, Shelly? Is that what it is? No. I've made you uncomfortable. No. Yes. No. I haven't. No, you have not. Positive? Yes. You tell me if I would? Yes. You would? Yeah. Come on, now you'd be totally, absolutely positive with me? Um. Okay, that answered my question. Okay, it is 617. Westplex 107.1, good morning to you. It is BS in the Morning. I am S, she is B. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. That is a dot show. Yes, people go, sometimes we give those new top-level domains. People go, a dot show? Yes, it's a dot show. And uh, the web address for the radio station is westplex1071.com. Just a straight old dot com. Shelly? Brad? Are you in the Flavor Flav? Not particularly, no. <laughs> here's here's the headline, one of the headlines this morning. Public enemy fires Flavor Flav after Bernie Sanders' cease and desist letter. <laughs> okay, so what was Flavor Flav doing to Bernie Sanders? Hall of Fame hip-hop group Public Enemy announced on Sunday they are, quote, moving forward without Flavor Flav, their founding member and hype man of nearly 40 years after the rapper sent a cease and desist letter to Bernie Sanders on Friday. For what? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, the movement was in response to a letter sent by Flavor Flav's attorney, Matthew Friedman, after member Chuck D complained to a uh, plan to perform at the candidate's California rally on Sunday. Flavor Flav accused the campaign of using his likeness and trademarked oversized clock at the rally, even though he has, quote, not endorsed any political candidate in this election cycle. Man, I'm telling you, when you got Flavor Flav, who's who's involved in a controversy with Bernie Sanders, are those two ends of the extreme or what? You know know what I mean? That would be like, that would be like, like Ozzy Osbourne and, and Trump. You know what I mean? It's like, could you get two more diametrically opposed people than that? I don't know. You know, Donald Trump could have been a rocker in his day. No. He was never a rocker. You never know. You, you know, you know. It's interesting. You go back and look at. There's some old footage of him as as you know when he was relatively young in business, and he's a good looking guy. You know, you ever seen pictures of him way back when? He he was a very good looking man. Yeah, I mean, you know, for his age, he actually wouldn't be bad now if he wasn't orange. <laughs> he's not as orange as he used to be. That's true. They have uh, toned him down yeah, a little bit. They've toned him down a little bit. I think. I think because what what they found out was that uh, that he, he was too easy to track by the Russians. You know, with the orange stuff, he came up on their radar system. And oh, stop it! <laughs> he was. Stop he was. It. He was reflective to radar. You know, so they coated him with the same stuff they put on the stealth fighters. So now he doesn't show up on the radar <laughs> anymore. No, literally did, doesn't show up on the radar. Did Schwab wrap it? <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Okay, should I read this or not? Here's a should, should read what? A listener comment. You ready for this? 
Don't be part of the stupid media. Your comparisons are ridiculous. COVID-19 is a highly contagious virus without a cure. All who have died have an immune deficiency to begin with. The flu in general is bad, which is why people get flu shots. 62,000 people have died this year from flu. COVID-19 is this year's swine flu Ebola. But don't add to the problem of media hype, media man. I'm saying just the opposite. I say it is being hyped, and I'm not trying to add to the hype. I'm trying to detract from the hype. I mean, the stock market went down 4,000 points or whatever it was last week. And, and, you know, the crazy thing about it is, is that, you know, it's sort of like, I guess I liken it to our response after 9-11, when everybody just like went in their cocoon, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, you know, and, and, and I've talked about this before. You looked at what happened in England, and I mean, they didn't have the scale of the attack that we had with the uh, Twin Towers, but they did have, you remember, they had the, uh, the double-decker bus bombings, and they had the, uh, the tube, you know, the, the subway uh, bombings, and the next day, pretty much everything was back to normal. And I think part of the reason for that was there was that mentality that they had left over from World War II that every day Hitler would bomb them. You know, every night they would bomb them, and every day they would get up, and they would clean up what they could, and they would go back to life as normal. I mean, there's all sorts of, of, of uh, movie footage of uh, people, uh, you know, going through the wreckage of the bombing from the night before in London, uh, you know, picking up their groceries and things like that. Just like, you know, hey, you know what? We'll just keep moving forward. And I think that is life in general, that when you get kicked in teeth, you don't lay there on the ground and cry and moan and groan. You get up and you move forward. And but you do have to have a wallowing period. I don't think so. Well, yeah, well, I but no, well, but okay, so. I agree. Wallowing period, five minutes. Get up, move. No, at least a day, depending no. on how no. bad it was. No, why? Why? Because. Why? Because everybody needs a little grieving period okay. for things that happen in their life. God forbid a tornado comes through tonight and tears your house apart. Are you going to just lay around for a day and go, oh, my house, it's a wreck? Are you going to quite possibly? Are you going to start moving forward, going like, okay, got to call my insurance guy. Gotta well, I would fi- do all that, and then I'd wallow. Move. But I would definitely wallow. No, not forever. No, but for a certain amount of time. Wrong, wrong way to look at it. Wrong way to look well, at it. Look at look at potato. look at look at our first responders. Okay, what if you called them up and you said, you said, hey, somebody just tried to break into my house, and the dispatcher said, well, you know what, uh, our officers are going to take a. Uh, 20 minutes uh, before they respond because they have to say, oh, somebody just broke into Shelly's house. We have to feel sorry for her for 20 minutes, and then we'll come over and talk to her. Oh, look, it's 629. <laughs> you don't like that analogy either. Man, I'm making friends this morning, aren't I? Just mo- and 630 it is. <laughs> oh, just moving right along. Westplex 107.1, good morning to you. It's 6.37. This is BS in the morning. I am S. She is B. You ever been to Luxembourg, Shelley? Is that out of the country? <laughs> yes. It's, no, I haven't. It's in Europe. Uh, it's interesting. There's an article that talks about the fact that effective yesterday, Luxembourg, one of the uh, smallest countries in Europe, 602,000 population, suffers from major traffic jams in its uh, capital city of Luxembourg City. As of yesterday, all public transport, trains, trams, buses, is free. Countries making every public form of transportation free really yes every single thing 
I'm thinking to myself, okay, maybe we we can sell them the loop trolley, uh, you know, we can get a couple million bucks out of that and, and help them out with that. But but here's what's interesting. Think about this Did for a minute. Did they say why they're doing that? Well, they're trying to cut down on traffic congestion. Uh, they oh, said okay, that in, in, in high housing sense. costs, especially in Luxembourg City, uh, more than 180,000 of its workforce commute from those neighboring countries every day. And get this, uh, from the capital of Luxembourg City, Belgium, France, and Germany can all be reached by car in a half an hour or less. Now, we live in the middle of the country, so you have to drive many hours to hit another country from the STL. If you drive north, you uh, would have to drive um, you know, up into like Minnesota. If you drew, if pretty much drove straight north, you'd have to go, and I used to go that from time to time. I used to do some business in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and the way you went through, you went through Illinois, and then you went through Wisconsin, and you went into, uh, well, that's the way you went when you went to see your, uh, your uh, friend. Uh, but if you kept going north, uh, it's probably, how long did it take you to go to Wisconsin? Well, if my car wouldn't have started sputtering 16 miles before I got to my destination, it probably would have taken um, 12 hours. But as it stood, it only took 10. Okay, so you figure, but you're not you're not even close to the border yet. So let's say it's going to take you at least 12, 14 hours to hit the the uh, the Mexico, excuse me, the Canadian border, and pretty much the same yes. if you're going to the south. If you're going to the south, you're going to have to go. Uh, probably the closest to us would be uh, in the uh, Houston. Well, no, Houston's on the on the eastern side. Uh, you'd have to go through Texas, and you'd have to end up. So it'd probably take you. You know, 14, 16 hours to get into Mexico from St. Louis. Okay, if you're in Luxembourg City, you can be in three different countries, either Belgium, France, or Germany, within a half an hour. And, you know, that's the amazing thing, because my daughter uh, spent a semester of college in Spain. And on the weekends, they just flew around Europe. And, you know, I mean, like one, and they talked about sometimes, like in one day, they'd be in three different countries. And you think about that for us, it's like, okay, that's, that would be tough for us. You know, I mean, I mean, you could do it if you, you know, if like you flew to Canada and then you flew to like, I don't know, where would you fly to from there? Greenland or something like that. I don't know. You know, three countries in a day. I guess you could do it in that respect. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things. You don't realize how small and compact a lot of Europe is. But in Luxembourg City, the transportation, public transportation is free. You know, and and if if they did that in the United States, if they did that here in St. Louis, if if all of a sudden they made MetroLink free, some people would say MetroLink's free already because of the fact that you the goofy system where you don't have to buy a ticket, you can just walk on and nobody really calls you out on it. But if it were all free, if the buses were free, would you take public transportation more? I don't know because I like to drive. Well, the problem is, like in St. Charles County, there really is no public transportation. No, there's not. There's you know, scat. There's a. Uh... Well, that's pretty much it as far as public transportation. Well, some people use SCAD as the public transportation, but that's a whole other story, right? They do. Not, <laughs> not very prevalent in St. Charles, but I know they do in the city. Yeah, in the city, the city ambulance is like, you know, you call the ambulance and how do you get to Just the... Just so they can get from one side, side of the town or, to or the other. I had a friend of mine years ago who was a paramedic in the city, and he would tell stories about how if someone had a family member that was in the hospital, they would call 911 for an ambulance and fake... An illness and then they would get to the hospital that's how they got to the hospital to see their relatives in the hospital they just take the ambulance you know it's like that's holy true. cow that is true well your daughter probably experienced that right when she was working in the city 
Right? Indeed, she did. You scratch- she saw some pretty horrible things, but then she also had calls like that. Well, you scratch your head and you go, okay, are they just like totally thinking that life you know, revolves around them. I mean, you know I mean, they don't have, they have no concern for the fact that while they're in that ambulance, not a darn thing wrong with them. There, there may be some other person who has a heart attack or, uh, you know, a, a, a trauma victim of, uh, in an, in an accident. And that ambulance was not available when it could have been one of those kind of things. But Do you really think that they think that? No, that's the problem. You know, yeah, the, the problem no. is they they mm-hmm. they don't think that. They think that like, hey, it's all about me. It's all about me. Center of the universe. It's around me. You know, uh, one of those things. <laughs> don't get me started. One of those things. Hey, oh, have you heard about Mrs. Dash? Mrs. Dash. What yes. ha- What happened with Mrs. Dash? You know who who it, what it is, right? Yeah, it's like a seasoning kind of stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. They're going to remove the misses. Why? So it's more gender, gender neutral. What are they going to call it? Dash? Dash. Just, just Dash? Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, it's 643. Why? You don't want me to comment on that? Not too much, huh? <laughs> Why not? Well, okay. Because I just... It's 6.43. Okay. Are, we need to keep on time. Okay, you're Mrs. Barr, right? But if someone said to you, Mrs. Barr... Would you say, no, 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 I'm not Mrs. Barr. Who are you? It wouldn't matter to me if they did or not. But would you? I think it's ridiculous that they're doing it, actually. What? But, I mean, why can't we, why can't, first of all, why can't people get along? And second of all, why, you know, this has been, Mrs. Dash has been Mrs. Dash since I've been alive. And that's a long time. So now they're going to change it? Okay. Once again, I can apply Brad's Brad's theory to why this is happening. Why is that? Some people have too much free time on their hands to worry about stuff like that. You know what I mean? That is a true statement. <laughs> I mean, to the point where there's so many things that are screwed up in our world, and there's so many things that somebody... If instead of worrying about Mrs. Dash, took their time and effort to go volunteer at, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, here, there, everywhere, would work to help the Salvation Army people, help homeless, help drug addicted people, um, you know, do that kind of stuff. Instead of we've got to worry about Mrs. Dash. And first off, do you have when's the last time you even bought Mrs. Dash? Do you have Mrs. Dash at your house right now? If I said to you, you know, yes, well, you do. Yes. You do have Mrs. Dash. Uh huh. Okay. I don't know how long it's going to be before it's just called Dash, but <laughs> it was it was noteworthy enough for somebody to tell me about it. it. By the way, is 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 your refrigerator running right now? Yes. Well, better catch it before it gets away. <laughs> Six forty-five. <laughs> you don't like that? <laughs> it was such a cute man joke. Six forty-five. Westplex one hundred seven point one sounds so much better with the remix. Boy, there's songs that just don't go anywhere, and then there's songs like that that you tweak them a little bit, put some drum tracks behind it, speed it up a little bit, and it's a totally different song, don't you think? And make sure they're not whiny. <laughs> Could you imagine if they hadn't have done all that? Well, if you, the normal version of that is really whiny. He's 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 a. Whiny. I know that he's a. Yeah. Shelly, if you've never listened to the show before, Shelly has this thing, like she hates whiny men. How about women? Do you about whiny women? Uh, well, you're always talking about whiny men. Favorite. 
You don't like whiny women? She Beautiful song, beautiful voice. Who's that? Adele. Adele? You think she's whiny? Oh, yes, yes, uh-huh. I do. So you're not an Adele either? No. Interesting. Okay, what were we going to talk about? You brought up a couple things, and I didn't write them down. The Freedom Factory? Uh, the other thing. We'll talk about the Freedom Factory next hour. Uh, let me see. The $2,000 piano that was destroyed? No, you had something else. We'll talk about that. Um, Automated phone call. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. I got one the other day. And this is this new variety of, of um, you know... They sound just like people. Yes, but there's a hesitation to it. And the interesting thing was, this one was really good. It was a woman, you know, hi, this is Janine, or whatever she said her name was. And, and you know, can I talk to you a minute? And then they listen. You know, it's, it's all computer. And what's interesting is, I actually said, are you live? Are you a robot? And there's this pause, and there's like, ha, 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 no, I'm really live. That's what she said. <laughs> I know. And I'm thinking to myself, okay. So then how you trip them up is, is I say something bizarre. Like my favorite phrase is, my underwear is too tight. And, you know, and the thing's listening for certain, you know, voice, speech patterns, words you say, and stuff like that. And normally the thing will come back and go like, what? I didn't understand that. And then I'll say the same thing also weird, like, like uh, you know, I can't find my head. You know, just weird stuff that makes no sense. And then, and then the thing will sometimes come back and go, ha, 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 ha. If you have that where they sort of laugh at you, you know. Yeah. And then, and then it just disconnects because <laughs> it realizes you're playing with it. Okay. So I have this new thing that I do. I get so many spam calls during the day. I mean, I mean, sometimes I'll get 20 of them a day, you know, and it's to the point where what's it's so interesting because so many of these systems are set up to listen for certain things. So I'll answer the phone and I'll do my best uh, automated voice. So the phone rings. Okay, make make it sound like the phone's ringing. Ring, ring. Hi, and thanks for calling. If you're a robot, please press one. If you're a human being, please press two. If you're from outer space, please press three. And nine times out of ten, click. They never say a thing. That works. <laughs> There's no tones. You know, and it was funny. It was last week I had one. And, and what they're doing now is, if you know, they're buying the, the, the SIP trunk numbers. And people don't know what that is. But essentially, they're buying the numbers. Instead of dialing in on 800 numbers, they're picking up the 314 and the 636 and even some of the 573 exchanges. So it looks like a local number. Hey, somebody's calling me from St. Charles. It's a 636 number. That kind of a thing. And you answer it. So I had one last week. And I did that it was a number i didn't recognize but it was a 636 number and i answered that way and i hear and i go hi can i help you and the lady says wow that was really interesting how did you do that I, oh it's a very sophisticated system we have here well it was great because you know i it, i'm not a robot and i just wanted to talk to you about something okay fine so we had a nice conversation that's lovely <laughs> Are you on downers this morning? Shelly's like, no, I'm oh, not. Well, it was just, it was just a wild and crazy weekend. Oh, you so you burnt out. So what'd you do Friday night? Um, I went to the celebration ball for the Western St. Charles Chamber. And what'd you do Saturday night? I went to the 
gala for community living. Wow, you're just a, a regular ball. social gadfly, aren't you? I mean, whoa. I know. I love a good gala. I just uh, do. You get do to you dress really? up. Everybody's happy. Oh, man. You know, there's no you're, downer or anything like that. You're a better it's person than I am. a good time dressing up like a, like a princess for a ball. I hate those things. <laughs> I do. I hate them. I love them. Hate them. Well, you can go. I tell you what. You can. I'll give you all my invitations. Of course, nobody invites me anymore. But uh, you can go to all my all my things that people used to invite me to. Because okay. I just I, to me, it's like okay, whatever. You know. I just like that's that's why I would never make a good politician. Going to all these stupid events, you know, like hey, we're having the the Lincoln Day celebration, and we're and we're doing this, and we're having a, the gala to celebrate the fact that the sun came up this morning. And next week we're going to have a gala to celebrate that the sun sets every night. I love a good gala. Oh my God! Okay, okay. Like I can't wait for the mayor's ball. Oh my God! When's that? I think it's um well this month. In March. Yes. Okay, so what do you do at the mayor's ball? You sit there and you go and you listen to, you know, the mayors and they all have something nice to say. Oh, you know what? And you dance the, oh, to the music and they, then you. The, the, the mayor's job. You know what? It's going to be really. It's going to be sort of bad this year because they're all going to get up there and they're all going to compliment Bill Eigel. Every last one of the mayors in St. Charles County is going to. Oh, Bill Eigel, we love that guy. You know that's not going to happen. <laughs> if you don't know what's going on, I hope that they don't uh, even mention it. Uh, with uh, <laughs> Bill Eigel, who is a state senator is not a very popular guy when it comes to the the community or the the mayoral elected officials are the uh, uh you know are the school districts are the school districts no they're not <laughs> they don't like bill eigel because bill eigel is trying to get rid of the personal property tax which most people would go like Woo-hoo! no more personal property tax you know i mean you know because when you think about it talking about taxes you buy something, and think about like personal property tax, okay? Like, like for your cars. You buy it, you pay taxes when you buy the car. At the dealership. No, yes, no, 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 no. I no, like no, that. No, idea. no, no, no. But you just pay taxes, okay? You pay taxes on it. You don't pay taxes on the dealership. That's what Shelley wants. But you pay taxes on it when you buy it. You pay sales tax. You, if you put you know, gas in it, you pay taxes on the gas. If you put any kind of tires on it, repair work, any of the parts, you pay taxes on the parts. You pay taxes on every. You put license plates on it, which is taxes. And then every year they tax you for owning it. You know, and it's to the point where it's like, now hold on a minute now. Let me think about this for a minute. You know, I'm getting taxed on so many different levels, and then they want to charge me just for owning it, and then you pay taxes on that. And Bill Eigel essentially is saying, you know, and in some states they don't do that. Like we, he, like uh, Mayor uh, Pagano talked about how your license plates cost $700 in Arizona, which is not true unless you drive a Ferrari. If you drive a Ferrari, your license plates will probably cost you $700, but they don't have personal property tax, and they don't have that in Illinois. Um, you know, you don't, and, and I don't believe they have it in Florida either. My son lives in Florida, but he says the license plates are more expensive, but still, to the point where I get that. You know, you buy the license plates, and it's your, your license to drive the car on the road. You know, I mean, I get it. 
if you if you have if you have a car, like let's say you buy a brand new car, and you stick it in your garage and you never drive it, you don't put license plates on it, and you put it in your garage, you still owe personal property tax on it every year because it sits in your garage and it never goes out on the street. Is that fair? Are you asking me? Yes. Or is that a rhetorical question? No, I just I just think it's it's one of those goofy things, you know. And and, and but they would still have sales tax. Yeah, you you pay sale. You go buy you you buy a brand new car. You pay the sales tax. You register the car, but you don't get plates, and you just stick it in your garage. And there are people that do that. People that do that for like collectors' cars. I mean, there's there's a a not huge, but there is a subculture of people who buy brand there new cars is. and never drive them because they know that there are certain cars that they're going to be worth you know x amount of you know money in ten or fifteen years because of the fact that they were limited production or whatever, and they just stick it in a garage somewhere and they just store it. You know, and yet you get taxed in the state of Missouri because of the fact that you own that vehicle. I mean, even to the point where, like, if you own a business, you know, you're supposed to pay personal property tax on your furniture, on your phones, on your desks. It's like, you know, I mean, you know, you so you go buy a desk, a used desk for ninety nine bucks, and then they want you know fifty dollars personal property tax every year for your ninety nine dollar desk. I mean, it's like, okay, let me think about that one for a minute. You know, does that really happen? <laughs> She says with a straight face. <laughs> it's 703. Westplex 107.1, the song that has the fake ending on it, which you have to wait for. And that's the song that if we played the regular version, the FCC man would be knocking on the door. Yes. <laughs> Lonely yes, as oh that's what the song. <laughs> Talking about <laughs> the song that uh, uh anyway, we won't go there. You know what they're saying. Um, right? Although I do yeah, like that song. Only AF. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like that song. Uh, that's Love and Emery. I do too. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a cute little song. I mean, you know what? It goes in spurts. There's sometimes when the music that comes out that's just like, oh, here we go. Oh. Like you say, it's all whiny white guys. You know, and then there's some real there's a lot of really good music out right now. A lot of really good music. And we play everything every one. Every single single song that's good we play. The bad ones we we send over to KFAV to play. Really? <laughs> Don't start your shenanigans today. Shelly's in non-confrontational mode this morning. Okay, I am a constant student of media, and I get this all the time because of the fact that I'm a radio guy, and I do tons of video stuff, okay? And once again, people go, you're a radio guy. What are you doing doing video? And I'm fascinated by people who are making an impact and, quite honestly, making money. And the guy that I've watched for about, and this is so funny, my oldest son, you know, I guess my kids sometimes think I'm like Mr. Fuddy Duddy. Maybe I am. I don't know. But I'll say things and my oldest son will go like, you watch that? You know, I watch Cletus McFarlane on YouTube. Do you have any idea who Cletus McFarlane is? No, I do not. Okay. From that name, who would you think Cletus McFarlane is? What kind of a guy would you think he is? I would think he would be um, like a, a back, backwoods hillbilly, but he's probably not. He's probably a life coach or a motivational speaker. Cletus McFarlane is this interesting guy. I believe he lives in Tampa. He's a young guy. I'd probably say mid to late 20s. And he's a brilliant kid. Kid, not he's a young adult. He's six foot six. 
And I don't know if he ever finished, but when he started his, his YouTube channel, the Cletus McFarlane YouTube channel, he was a law student. I don't know if he finished his law degree or not. He's a car freak, and he's a drag race freak, and his claim to fame is they buy all these weird cars at auction, and they turn them into these incredibly fast cars, dragsters. And uh, to the point where, I mean, like, for example, they bought an old police car and they put a, a, a Mustang GT500 engine in it. Uh, you know, he bought a, 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 a Corvette and stripped off all the body parts and just made it like a frame. And it's, it holds the, now I think it still holds the United States record for the fastest stick shift Corvette in the country. He does like seven second quarter miles in it. Um, the one they had over the weekend was he had a contest where he had a contest with another friend of his to build the fastest golf cart. And they built these golf carts and then they drag raced these golf carts and it got to the point where I'm thinking to myself, he's going to kill himself with one of these things. He got the golf cart to go over 100 miles an hour. Okay, this is a golf cart. And we're not talking like highly modified, like roll cages and stuff like that. We're talking at one point in time, he, you know, when they when they first had it on the drag strip the first time, he got up to 100 miles an hour and it still had the plastic windshield in it. And the windshield blew out and hit him in the face. Now, of course, he's got a full, uh, you know, Nomex race suit and he's wearing a full a full uh, face helmet and the whole bit, which probably saved him from, quite honestly, being killed by the, the, the windshield coming and hitting in the face. So, right. But what they're doing is is that and this is like this is like incredible because of the fact that they're making money by monetizing the videos and if you know this with YouTube if you monetize your video and you got to get literally hundreds of thousands of views before it starts to pay off but if you get into the millions of views you can make some serious money on that so that's one stream of revenue then he sells he sells t-shirts and he has all sorts of weird things he says like for example I am drinking a can of, what am I drinking? Well, it would normally would be Mountain Dew, but I think it's Sundrop, isn't no, it? Mountain Dew. Okay, but he calls it, and I've never heard this before, he calls it Bartleskeet. B-A-R-D-L-E-S-K-E-E-T. Have you ever heard of that before? I have not. And if you look it up on Urban Dictionary, it talks about its slang for Mountain Dew. And I'm going like, I've never heard of that before. Really? Yes, Bartleskeet. Here, I'll look it up right. I looked okay. it up before. And, you know, I'm going like, Bartleskeet? What's he talking about all the time drinking Bartleskeet? You know, and, and you think he sounds like, like, you know, this crazy guy. His biggest thing is... And let me say Bartleskeet. Uh, the exact origin of Bartleskeet is a mystery. We do know that it has emerged online in 2017 when it was added to the slang horde urban dictionary that, no, uh, that November as a name for PepsiCo's Mountain Dew, a green colored citrus flavored soft drink known for caffeine. Bartleskeet. Okay. So, so, and, and now what his thing is, he does these, these shows where he does all they do is they do burnouts. And he, and he builds these cars, and they create this rink with, like, you know, like the barriers on the highway. You know, like when they have the, the you know, the construction barriers, they have the portable yes. ones that they stick yes. out there, the big thing, concrete ones that weigh, like, several tons. Okay, they build, like, a, a barrier, like a ring of those, and then he just drives these cars and just burns the tires off, literally mm -hmm. burns the tires off. Sometimes they burn the tires off so much the tires literally catch fire, okay? His latest thing is, and once again, 
I would love to spend a guy with this, you know, spend a day with this guy, just, you know, picking his brain, finding how all the money he's making. His latest thing is they bought an abandoned racetrack in Florida. Oh, an, how fun. An old abandoned racetrack that hadn't been used in years, and they're going to turn it, and they called it, they called it the, the um, uh, what did I say? F- the fantasy, battle ski? No, fantasy uh, um, uh, factory, fantasy factory, okay? And what they're going to do is... They're, freedom factory. Freedom factory, freedom factory. They're just going to essentially have shows it's got stands and the whole bit it's got concession stands and the whole bit and he already does this where they go to dra- drag strips around the country and he puts on these shows and he drags his cars he's got all these crazy cars his and and they and they bought this one car which was like a thousand horsepower um you know dragster and they take it to australia because he's gotten to be huge in australia and people are paying money to go see him burn the tires off of cars and that's all they do they just like you know get into like this ring and they spin the car around and they just you know just smoke comes up ah, you know and the tires fly off and sometimes the car how, catch. how was that smoke Okay. Right, like that. Okay, people. That's what the people do. The people. Did, did you record that? Are you gonna pull that off? Oh yeah, I already did. Here, here, here it is right here. Here it is. Here it is. There it is, right there. That's the translation. Okay, okay so yeah, that's that's reverse. So so he buys this racetrack. It's like it's like forty acre racetrack, and the point I'm trying to make on this is it's all social media. It's all YouTube videos. And they just crank these YouTube videos out. And most of it is like, and like, for example, they do, they buy, they buy used cars off the lot. I mean, like, like just, you know, the kind of car that you would buy your, your kid, you know, like a $1,500 car that, you know, it's like a Chevy, you know, what would be a a Cobalt. I think they bought a Chevy Cobalt and then they put, they put um, like turbochargers on it. And they get the thing to the point where it produces like 400 horsepower from like a little four-cylinder engine. And then they just drive the wheels off of it. And I'm going like, holy cow. And the videos are all, and you know, and once again, not making any fun of the videos, the videos are not, you know, fancy, fancy production. Most of it, it's him hand-holding like, you know, a GoPro or even his phone and he's just talking into the phone, talking into the GoPro, and then they just edit up these videos. And that's all that is. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, and I have been told by a friend of a friend that knows him that he's making like, he's, that this year he'll make close to a million dollars. Well, niche marketing is the way to go. Those, that's the money maker. So, so what, what are we missing, Shelley? I mean, what, what, you know, we do a we do a a a, 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 a podcast. Uh, when we do. The, when the show's done, I'll chop it up, and it'll be by nine o'clock. It'll be on uh, you know all the different podcast networks. You can you know listen to it on on uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, you know at least you can actually download it right off of our website of bsinthemorning dot show. Uh, it'll be on Google Play, a bunch of different places. Okay, yeah, so so yeah. so I think. We should start videoing ourselves every morning. What do you think? Well, and I think not when I first get up. And I think we should really. do our, our show from like a drag strip. Are there any drag strips left? Oh, well, there's Mid America or whatever it is. No, not Mid America. It's uh, what they call it. It's now uh, it's Gateway, but it's uh, what the Worldwide Technology Raceway, whatever they call it. Worldwide Technology. We should do our show, do our show from there every morning, and we could drag race your Lincoln. We could burn the wheels off your Lincoln. No. 
No, we can't smoke drag coming, Wayne Smiley smoke in. Smoke coming out of the front of her car. Pretty hard. Hey, I'm not Shelly, lie. Shelly, do but a burnout. She's burn used out. to my driving. Nobody's used to your driving. <laughs> she is. She Trust gets me where me. I need to go. Nobody's used that to your driving. car, you know, I was on the way up to see Lisa before she passed. And did I tell the story before? You did. Oh. Okay, well, then never mind. You did. And 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 what Shelly was going to say was, and Shelly got mad on her way back. She got a speeding ticket in Iowa from one of those automated speeding ticket things. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was so livid. I'm like... First of all, what a scam. <laughs> what a scam. You know, just like the, the red light cameras, which are coming back to the St. Louis area, by the way, the red light cameras and any of those mayors that say, well, we do it for safety. You know, I, I had a big argument. That's with actually it. a big fat lie. It's a huge lie because I, I still say and I've had people. I last time I talked about this, I had some guy who just reamed me over this. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. And I said, look, here's the deal. I get police work, you know, because I'm, I'm not Joe expert, but I put myself through college working in a police department. So I was in, immersed in a police department. I, you know, and I know things have changed since I've done it, but if they really wanted to be, if it was really about safety, that it, they wouldn't be putting stupid, you know, cameras there that are run by companies that make tons of money by running the stupid camera systems because it's all bogus. And I say that what they should do is they should hire a lower grade of police officer, just like they do in, you know, like in Clayton and downtown St. Louis. They're not police officers. They're traffic people. I used to call them in the old days, they called them meter mates. You can't use that term anymore because that's sexist. No. But, uh, you know, and all they did was write tickets on, on expired meters. And I say stick people you know, you know, pay those guys, you know, hire them as like police officer one, and which means that, you know, that, you know, yeah, they can carry a gun. But their job is they sit in an intersection all day long and they do nothing but write tickets for people that run red lights. You know, just that's all they do all day long and just give them a quota. And, you know, like, you know, all this baloney about like, well, there are no quotas. Well, there are quotas. Trust me. Uh, I used to have a lieutenant who 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 would on the two way who would get on the two way and he'd call one of the other cars Union 63. And the guy would answer and he says, do you have a ticket book on that vehicle? Yes, sir, I do. Use it. And what did that mean? You know, <laughs> right. Tickets is what he was telling them, you know. So anyway, just essentially say, OK, the city, it cost us. $300 a day to put that police officer on the street by the time we buy him a car, by the time we pay him, by the time we pay all the insurance and stuff like that. It costs $300 a day to put that guy in the street. Uh, you have to generate $500 in tickets every day. That's your job, just like a sales guy. You know, it costs me X amount for you to have a, you know, a desk at my office. And, and every time you make a sale, I need to make X amount of that to cover your expenses of your insurance, your, you know, fooey suey, all that kind of stuff. And that's what you need to do. So go out and write $500 worth of tickets today. And that would be for safety because, you know, nobody would run. I mean, who's going to run a red light when there's a cop sitting there at the intersection, right? Who's going to roll a... Who's, Evidently, I did. <laughs> who's who's, who's going to roll a, a stop sign when there's a cop sitting there in a the parking lot? I had just had a hard day, and that is one thing. He's lucky that he did not pull me over over. Who's that? The police officer that said that, that did the red light certification. I was not in the mood. Why? <laughs> what did you give him I grief? I probably would have been incarcerated in in Hee-haw Hell, Iowa. Well, you get oh oh no you it was it wasn't a it was it wasn't a red light it was a speeding ticket, it was an automated speeding ticket is what you got. Yeah, and I still don't know. 
I, I still, I just, I don't, I don't remember seeing a speeding. Oh, of course not. Camera. Yeah, they don't. They they hide them. You know, it was behind. Yeah, they do. It was behind a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> no, it was. I mean, you know, remember the old days that the the traffic cop would sit behind. You know, that was like the old yes, movie. The I traffic do. cop would sit behind the billboard. In Pleasantville. Yes, <laughs> and he'd fly out after you when you went through it a hundred miles an hour, stuff like that. Yes, <laughs> I do remember that. Well, so anyway, the red light cameras. Oh God, unbelievable! You know. Yeah, let's not talk about them anymore. They give me, they make me edgy. Well, well, Mel Pagano loves them. Does he? Oh my God! Yeah, they. St. Peter's was the one that St. Peter's was. You know what? They fought it. I mean, St. Peter's wanted those red light cameras. You know, oh, there's safety. Yeah, right. Whatever. You know, safety, safety. There's no safety. Well. You know, O'Fallon's proud of the fact that they they got um, approved for, let me see, four or six uh, marijuana dispensaries. I don't. Do you do you understand that? I don't get that. Why would you be proud of that? Because evidently they're very hard to get come by. Yeah, but you know why they you know why they they love them, don't you? No. Taxes. They're going to make a ton of money off the taxes. Same thing at the casinos. Why do you think that Maryland Heights has such a fancy community center? They get the money from the casino. They get the money, you know, the, you know that's where the money comes from. You know, why? And, and, and you know, once again, you think about this. In our lifetime, okay, when you were like 21, and that goes back 10 years for you. It goes back about 70 Aww, years for me. Okay? Thank you, Brad. When I was 21, and if someone would have come up to me and said, in your lifetime, Missouri will have lottery, you'll have gambling, and you'll be able to buy marijuana legally, I'd go like, yeah, right, Missouri, get out. Never going to happen. Right? <laughs> now we have all of that. You know, why? Taxes. Never say never. What you most resist, you become. Taxes. That's all it's about. It's not about, you know, I mean, people say, well, you know, well, and I get it. You know, I mean, you can't, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. You know, I mean, but if you watch, what's sort of funny about this is what are, what are the police shows going to do? What are cops going to do? And what is that PD live show going to do when they can't pull people over for marijuana anymore? You know what I mean? I mean, because that's all the show is. It's nothing but people. You know, what do you have any Well, it's still illegal because the feds haven't made it legal. Well, but the feds aren't pulling you over. It's the local police, just like in Illinois. I mean, if they pull you over, and I don't know what it is now with Illinois, but if you got marijuana in the car, it's no big deal. Well, even in the city of St. Louis, Kim Gardner's not prosecuting anymore. You know, the police pull you over. You've got like, you know, like, you know, two ounces of marijuana in the car. Even if they arrest you, she'll never prosecute it. You know, you'll never go to jail. I mean, like in Illinois, when they when they legalized the, 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 the marijuana thing, they expunged all those con- people's convictions. Gone. Not on the record anymore. Wonder if they're going to do that here. <laughs> I, I I want I want a state. You know, you have all these these states that do the the you know the uh, sanctuary cities for the illegal aliens. I want yeah. a, I want a state that says we're going to be a tax sanctuary state. No taxes. No realist. You know, no sales tax. <laughs> tax no, 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 yeah, no, no taxes. No gas taxes. No taxes at all. How many people would move there? You know what I mean? I don't care if it was North Dakota. People would be moving there. Don't you think? Yeah, probably. Yeah, one of those things. But it's not going to happen in our lifetime. 
Brad, we've been chatting so long. It's 727. Because I've only got six months left. 727. Westplex 107.1. You know what? Some people are so predictable. All I have to do is just say, hey, that was the new song by Post Malone. And Shelly will say... That he needs to get his teeth fixed. (laughs) That's all she ever talks about with Post Malone. (laughs) You don't mind the fact that he's got his face all tatted up and he's got ink all over his face. That's just (laughs) self-expression. That's all that is. But Shelly will always say, every time I play a Post Malone song, she'll come back on. She won't say anything about the fact that he sings like, oh, like that. Sounds like a goat. I actually like the song. You know. I'm just saying that the man needs to get his teeth fixed. He's, he's okay, he, enough. He can afford it. Okay, Shelly. Shelly is so predictable. She'll never say anything. Well, why do you sit there and kickstart me like that? <laughs> All I have to do is just say his name, and you go ape every time. He needs to get his teeth fixed. <laughs> so, hey, man, I'm a mom to everyone. Maybe, maybe we need to put together like a, you know, a GoFundMe page for Post Malone, <laughs> or maybe we'll, maybe we'll get a dentist on the air here. Hi, I'm Doctor So and So, So and So Dental in St. Peter's, and Post Malone, I've got a chair for you. Come on in today, and I'll fix your teeth for free. What do you think, no? I could probably find one that would do that. <laughs> be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Post Malone flies into St. Louis to go to a St. Peter's dentist to get dental work done. I can yep. see I can see it now. Oh, it's BS in the morning. It's 734. Uh, temperature today, actually, it's sort of nice outside right now. 48 degrees, supposed to go up to 53. Tomorrow might even hit 60. And by Thursday, it's supposed to be in the 60s. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Uh, so, uh, And, uh, you know, pretty much for the most part, cloudy today. Uh, sun, maybe a little bit later this morning. But for most of the day, it's going to be cloudy. And we will have our own meteorologist, Jennifer And she'll be up in just a minute. We've talked about a lot of goofy stuff this morning. Uh, The Battle Hawks yesterday played. No, not yesterday. uh, This weekend they were on Saturday. The games moved back and forth between Saturday and Sunday. And they had, now they have, uh, in the history of the XFL, which is the short history so far, they have the number one attendance game, which was the first home game last weekend. And then they had the third uh, uh, place attendance, which was the attendance uh, this Saturday uh, downtown at the Dome. And I put this up on my Facebook page. If you want to go there, bradfb.com. It'll take you right to my uh, Facebook page. Pretty interesting article out of all places, Forbes magazine, which is one of the big highfalutin uh, financial magazines, talking about the XFL and how this guy says the XFL is on to something. Uh, that they've made the game simpler. They've taken uh, elements of the NFL that people don't like, like the kickoffs where the lots of people get injured. They've changed that around. Uh, they've made the game very exciting. We've got a hot quarterback, Diatamau or whatever his name is, um, and we won again. And uh, fans show up. They have a good time. It's not super expensive. Uh, and I still say that I think part of it is that St. Louis is a football town, and it's also a third phalanges to stand Kronke town. That's why people are, are backing behind the XFL. What do you think? 
I think you make me giggle every single time you say that. <laughs> well, also, there was a thing. If you watch some of these uh, v- various videos, these uh, uh, viral videos that show up, there was some fan that got onto the field over the weekend. And you know how, how like, in the NFL, if some fan gets on, there's immediately a bunch of security guards that go chase him. Like, oh, my God, he's on the field. We've got we've to knock the guy's head off. You know what I mean? They tackle him in the whole bit. Anyway, this guy gets on the end zone and starts dancing. And the security guys just sort of like slowly mosey on over him to him. You know, like, dude, what are you doing? Get off the field. You know, maybe I, I like that because it's normally it's like it's like, you know, normally there would be like, you know, somebody chase him and they'd knock him down. I can't believe you got onto the field. But of course, they have to set, you know, some kind of a precedent. Otherwise, everybody would be jumping the stands and jumping onto the field. Right. Don't you think Shelley's done? And before. then and then it'll be like a squirrel or <laughs> something. Do you, do you, you know what? What's interesting? Do you really know? Do you know what is really named? And I've, I find this interesting because I didn't they didn't run into a problem with with uh, trademarks on this. Do you know what what else is called a battle hawk? What's that? It's a helicopter. It's an, yeah, I know that. It's an attack helicopter from Sikorsky. And, and although I don't know if the United States uses it any, the, 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 you know, the United States uses mostly Apache, but, uh, which is a Boeing uh, dealie. But the Battlehawk is made by Sikorsky. And, it's, and there might be some of them by the military, but it's, it's sold around the world. And it's a modified, I think it's a modified Blackhawk or something like that, like a, a UH-60 or a UH-70 or something like that. But anyway, it's, it's literally called a Battlehawk helicopter. So, there, you know, people are going to like, I can't. I can't believe we named it after a helicopter that's got guns on it. You know, that kind of stuff. No? Yes? Isn't that what the police fly around in? No, no. <laughs> they don't fly around in a battle hog. <laughs> You're thinking of the old days. Remember that, that, that movie years ago and then the TV show Blue Thunder had the helicopter yes. that had, that had yes. what? You, you flipped a switch and the helicopter became silent. That was always the running joke with Alan Barklage. As a matter of fact, he, he named his helicopter Yellow Thunder after that. Because he had a yellow helicopter, so they yelled yellow, th- oh, yellow hilarious. thunder. Oh, hilarious! But yeah, so yeah, no, so they don't fly around in a battle hawk. <laughs> Maybe in some so what cities. What do they fly around in? Uh, in St. Louis, they're flying. Well, depending upon, I can't remember who manufactured it. It's either it's either a Hughes slash uh, MD slash whatever it is. Uh, the company's been sold several times, but it's a it's a, essentially a Hughes five hundred. Uh, which is the uh, you know the old uh, originally it was Hughes 500, then it was McDonnell Douglas owned it for a while, and they called them MD 500s. And now actually the company's owned by a woman, believe it or not, out in Arizona. She manufactures helicopters. Did you know that? Good on her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we needed to send her a bomb bomb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I wish she'd send me a free sample. That's what I'd like. <laughs> send, send me a whatever she calls it. A you know, a, I don't. I don't think call it. They call it what an MD five hundred, whatever it is. And they make the the nine hundred, which is the Notar. You know what the Notar is? I don't. No tail rotor. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, if you go down to Mizzou. Uh, one of their uh, medevac ships is a uh, is a is a, is a 900, and it has the no tail rotor. And actually, what it does instead of having the tail rotor, which is anti torque, it actually has this on the uh, tail boom. It actually has this big old monstrous blower, and that's how uh, it does it. Instead of a, a tail rotor, it has this like it's almost like a jet thrust that keeps the uh, helicopter from spinning around. That's what the tail rotor is all about, and uh, that's that's what they use. It's called no tar, no tail rotor, whatever. Anyway, nerdy stuff. 
That's what you need at 740 on a Monday morning, right? Brad talking nerd. Yes, yes, you do love your copters. <laughs> One of the things I wish I still did again. But, you know, can't afford it. Too expensive. And, of course, I, there are people that are saying that the, I just said the worst thing in the world. What's that? I can't afford it. Yeah, those people are also billionaires. No, they're, but they're people that started out like you and me, you know, broke and poor and who become billionaires. Like Tom Steyer, who's out of the presidential thing. And Pete Buttigieg, he's gone. Did you hear that? He dropped out yesterday as well, too. I heard that. Yeah, they're both gone. So now we've got Bernie. We've got Joe Biden, who was on, <laughs> who was on Fox News yesterday morning on the morning show. And he called Chris Wallace Chuck thinking he was on NBC, called him Chuck Todd, and then he complained about being up so early in the morning doing an interview. Now, keep in mind that I think that the Fox News Sunday morning show runs at, what, 8 o'clock local time, 9 Eastern time. So so uh, uh, Biden's complaining about being up at 9 o'clock on a Sunday morning. <sighs> Unless they recorded it early. Oh, no, 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 no. It was done live. Yeah, because he, he, he made the mistake of calling Chris Wallace Chuck, Chuck Todd. You know, I mean, I mean, love Biden. I mean, when doesn't he say something weird? You know what I mean? Well, not as weird as Bernie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's getting to be interesting. Bernie I, Sanders marches to the beat of a different drummer. I still say it's going to be Hillary Clinton. She's going to come at the last minute. It's going to be Hillary. It's going to be. It's going to be uh, uh, as a presidential candidate. Oh yeah, it's going to be round two. It's going to be Trump and Hillary going at it in two thousand. You watch. You watch. I still say it's going to happen. Do you happen. know if Condoleezza Rice were to come in, I would vote for her. Really? But she's yes. a, she's a Republican, and Trump's a Republican. But would you vote for her as president or as vice president? Okay, repeat what you just said before that. I said Condoleezza is Republican, so if she would either yeah. have to th- boot out Trump or run as a vice president. So would you vote for her vice president or and or vice president? We can't actually vote and for the vice president. And or vice president. And um, if that wasn't it, it'd be Michelle Obama. I'm still telling you. If it, you know, here, Here's the ticket. This is what would kill Trump. Michelle Obama and... And we do something new, Michelle, Michelle Obama and Oprah as president, vice president. Make, yep. Matter of fact, make them co-presidents. And you know what? You know what they, what? You know what they would have on, on all the, the state dinners? What's that? Mrs. Dash. That's why they'd have it. <laughs> Seven f- oh, look, it's 743. Westplex 107.1. Yes, can't get you off my mind. Sean Mendez. Shelly asked me while like, song was playing, what would you want to do right now? And I said, go to Japan. And you went, what? Because why, why would I want to go to Japan right now? I'm a contrarian. I'm telling you, I would, I would jump on the next international flight, no problem, fly anywhere in the world. doesn't bother me. Okay. Because well. everybody's like, oh, my God, you can't go, you can't be out in public. You know, the goofy thing about this is everybody's wearing the masks. If you've read all the stuff with the doctors, the doctors are saying, like, hey, guess what? It doesn't work. You know, they said that a mask, if you have the virus, it's good to wear the mask. But if you're trying to keep the virus away, it doesn't work. Because not only will it, uh, it go in your mouth, but it'll go in your eyes. It'll go into other places in your body, which shall remain nameless. But... Um, <laughs> I mean, 
Shelly and I talked about this last hour. I say the whole thing is is just overblown. You know, already I'm getting hate mail from people saying like, I can't believe you're saying that. People have died. There are two people in the United States have died. Yeah, right. And over the weekend, how many people died of all sorts of different diseases? How many people died of 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 crazy stuff? How many people died? Uh, you know, making YouTube videos over the weekend. I bet you there's probably more people that died making YouTube videos over the weekend than they've died of coronavirus in the United States. You watch. I bet you I could prove that. And the sad thing about it is that's probably true. It's, well, no, think about it. I mean, statistically. God, I took statistics in college. I thought I'd hate that class, and I love that class. I mean, of course, I didn't understand most stuff they're talking about, but, you know, talking about the mean and stuff like that, the whole deal about, like, the, you know, the, the, the example they always give is the, is the jelly bean jar. You know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, they, what they do is the uh, the thing is that what you do is there's the statistical, I mean, all these different analysis things. If you had, like, let's say you had a big jar of jelly beans and you had X amount of white and X amount of black jelly beans in the jar. And if you, in, and statistically, you could come up with a number of times when you'd put your hand into that jar and grab a handful of the jelly beans and count how many black and how many white. And then, depending upon how many were in the jar and depending upon how many times you reached in, every time you shook the jar up and every time you reached in and pulled out a hand of jelly beans that uh, you'd count it, then you'd be able to statistically say that there were, you know, 33% white and 77% black or whatever by counting the number of times you just reached in and took a sample. That's the whole idea behind statistics is that if you know what you were, you know, once again, it's all sorts of crazy stuff. But it, it, is, it's, it is sort of fascinating. And that's the thing that, that when you can take statistics and make them pretty much mean anything you want them to mean as far as what you're trying to convey. If I said that, that um, um, you know, that more people in St. Charles County ate White Castles than any other food this past weekend, I could probably somehow come up with some statistic to prove that, even though it's not true. White castles are pretty popular. Well, but the problem is, is there's so many people eating pizza and stuff like that. So anyway, it's one of those things. So White I, castles is a food group. I still just I st- like Taco Bell. You know, and I, I'll never get Taco. Be- I'm I'm not a Mexican food guy. Never have been. My Taco Bell is not really Mexican. Well, it's Americanized. It's whatever. You know, it's like pizza. Pizza's not really, you know, I mean, here we've got all the different kinds of pizza. You know, the, the people come down from Chicago and look at what we eat, you know, like the, the emos, the thin crust stuff. And they go, oh, it's like crackers with, with tomato sauce, you know. Emos is the best. I was just having this conversation with someone um, Saturday. That, you, that emos is the best pizza? Mm-hmm. You really like it? It's the best, best? I do. I'm, I've never acquired a taste for it. I'd rather have Cecil Whitaker's than Emo's any day. Yeah, Cecil Whitaker's. You got a Cecil Whitaker's near your house? You should go there more often. Do you have an I em- should. Do you have an Emo's near your house? Cecil Whitaker's is closer to you I than do. Emo's, isn't it? No, no Emo's is closer. Actually, it's just two different directions. So, do you eat at Emo's a lot? I do. I order in. Do you really? Whenever me, me and the babes get together, yeah. We sit there and we watch Lifetime, and she's got a TV. We watch Lifetime, and then we watch, order emos. Do you, what, We've done do that you, her whole life. Lifetime's like those Hallmark movies, isn't it? Like what's always like. It is. <laughs> is it like the Hallmark movie where they don't kiss till the end? Is that what it is? Pretty much. <laughs> no, it's usually like, uh, you know, crimes of passion, things like that. 
Oh, it's not like happy stuff like like all the Hallmark movies. Oh no, I'm no Lifetime. Yeah, I don't. I, you know, I don't have cable, so I don't know. Oh um, no, the Hallmark Channel is a lot different than Lifetime. So Lifetime's like like drama stuff like that. Lifetime is drama. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. just like life. Okay, but it's not like like always happy stuff. It's like Christmas in Memphis or whatever the the goofy shows no, they have the on Hallmark Channel. Hallmark Channel. You know, Christmas here, Christmas there, Christmas in 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 Southern Florida. You know, Christmas here. It's always Christmas somewhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they run those year round on the Hallmark Channel. It's Christmas. Yes, they do. It's Christmas in July. You know. Did oh. I say we were watching the Hallmark Channel? No, you I said, totally meant to say. No, you said um, Lifetime. You said lifetime. Lifetime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. I, you know, I, once again, I'm a guy without cable, so I, you know. Hey, I was I was cord cutting before cord cutting was cool. How's that? You, know? you were doing a lot of things before <laughs> they were cool. Yeah, that's my problem. I'm way ahead of the curve, and people go, "You what?" I remember when when I first got a phone in my car, pre cell phone, like back in 19. God, I had this discussion with somebody last week, and I talked about how how. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, not making fun of certain people, but um, there are people that run their business nine to five. And if you call them at 501, they won't answer the phone. If you call them in the weekend, they won't answer the phone because they're done for the week. You know, they've put in their 40 hours and they're done. And I talked about how in my younger years, I used to make a lot of money by the fact that I had a, a pager and a phone in my car. And 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 I, people were able to get a hold of me. I, they, I wasn't always their first choice, but I was the one they could always get a hold of, you know. And nowadays, that's like you know passe because everybody's got a cell phone now, and you know. But s- some people still don't answer their phone. It's like it's like I had a problem over the weekend with something here at the radio station, and um, once again, we deal with a company that supports broadcasters, but yet they don't answer the phone on the weekend, and it's like okay, so yes. Us broadcasters, you know, I don't know if you knew that or not, but I turn the transmitter off on Friday at midnight. I don't turn it back on until 6 o'clock on Monday morning because we just take the weekends off. We don't turn it, you know, turn the transmitters off. And That is so not true. I'm kidding. 24-7, 365. I'm, that's the point I'm trying to make, and it's always funny that companies that support broadcasters aren't are there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They're like, well, we don't work weekends, whatever, you know. Tell the army that, you know, I'd be like joining the army and go like, now, now if I join the army, does that mean I get weekends off? Yes, you get weekends off. KP <laughs> duty. Right? Not really. Right. Yeah. You'll be in the brig on the weekends. That's where you'll be. <laughs> ask, ask your son-in-law about weekends off in the military, right? <laughs> right. Or Kimmy, my, my bonus. Daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask her She's about. She's command master chief. Yeah, in the Navy, ask her about weekends off. Okay, 8 o'clock. We'll be back. Well, that's going to do it for BS in the morning. It's B and S, and we are done for the day. Shelly goes back to bed, and uh, I just lay out on my chaise lounge uh, my, uh, on my, uh, my back deck of my palatial mansion in Ladue and uh, just absorb the sun's rays. That's all I do. And I'm so glad that you're, you're taking care of you now. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what really I do. Um, that's going to do it for us on the first edition. And, and, you know, we didn't talk about all the stuff I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about Jack Dorsey and Twitter. Do you know about that? Do you know what's going on with that? Hello? Oh, you disappeared for a minute. I said... I don't know anything about that. Okay, you know who Jack Dorsey is, right? No. He's one of the co-founders of Twitter. St. Louis kid. Oh, 
okay. okay. Yeah, I and did not know that. Hey, but. there's been a lot of controversy because of the fact that if you own Twitter stock, you may not be real happy about the fact that it doesn't hasn't done very well. They don't do a lot of they don't make a lot of money from advertising like they do off of YouTube and Facebook and things like that. And a big investor just bought a bunch of bunch of bunch of bunch of Twitter to- stock, and he's talking about getting rid of Jack Dorsey, kicking him off the board, and taking control of Twitter and taking it to the next level. So he's basically kicking out the the man whose brainstorm this was. Well, <laughs> welcome to the real world. We talked about that last week, that the husband and wife yeah. company that started Cisco got booted out. You know, they got yeah. booted out of their own company. So, you know, hey, that's the way things are in the, in the big bad business world. You know, sometimes uh, being first is not always being the best. Sometimes being second is more important than being first. So the second people figure out... I have to say it's a little uh, sad. All the mistakes that the first people made, right? Okay, that's going to do it. Any last words, Shelly? Now, now please, seriously, think hard about this and say something very intelligent, okay? Draw back two and punt. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate that. That was a great intelligent comment. Thank you for always pointing out my character... And then, and then, of course, we have who have Shelly when she wants to sing a little bit. She'll... What does the fox say? You're funny. No, you don't think that you don't you don't like that. That isn't a good saying goodbye. Time to say goodbye. Well, phone call started for me, so it's time to get back to business. Have a real good day. Have a great have a, have a great day, everybody. This is uh, Shelly and Brad signing it off. You got to intro him. Caleb, step up to the microphone, honey. You're up.